broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Midtown Business Radio. What's up, everyone? It is CW, your host here on the Midtown Business Radio show. It is our monthly series with Cobb County Chamber of Commerce. We have Vice President of Marketing and Communications for the Cobb County Chamber, Amy Selby, with us in the studio. Good morning, everyone. She's getting to be a pro. <laughs> Been with us a couple of times now. And we're going to be talking about public safety. They've got some public safety awards coming up and some other things. We do. Um, October is annually our celebration for public safety. We have a breakfast um, the first Monday in October, which kicks off our award ceremony and then our appreciation week. And it's a week-long community celebration of all of our public safety heroes throughout the county, all agencies. And it's wonderful. We really try to bridge the gap between business and public safety and uh, show our support. And we have some experts in the field of public safety with us. Uh, one, an active police officer and chief in the city of Smyrna Police Department. Nice to have you with us, David. Good morning. I appreciate being invited. Chief David Lee. And then we've got Lance LaRusso. He's a principal and attorney with uh, the LaRusso Law Firm. Thanks for making some time to join us here in the studio. Thanks for having me. I got a fresh haircut just for the event. So awesome. All I, good. I, I, I'm lagging. I need to get sh shaped up here a little bit. So I'll be the shaggy one for today's show. But being a Cobb County resident myself, having been there for a few years, I, it feels to me like, at least in the residential places I've lived around Mableton, it's been a, pretty safe uh, for us. Uh, I haven't heard a whole lot of news around the Cobb County area, only once or twice, uh, you know, here and there. But overall, it feels to me like it's a pretty safe region to both live and have business. But from the perspective of law enforcement, Dave, what, what's your perspective? Well, I, I'll tell you this. Our, our crime rate in Cobb County is really not that bad. What we're seeing right now is our main problem, believe it or not, is theft from autos. And uh, some of these are being done by, uh, you know, gang members, you know, coming in from different areas. And sometimes they are just, you know, sometimes you have youth, just nothing better to do, go around and check and see if a door is unlocked. From the perspective of business, you know, intrusions, different things like that, or crimes going on around our businesses, I haven't heard a lot of news. Are or, or, or businesses experiencing and enjoying, I guess, a low crime rate? It sounds like it is anyway. Yes. It, like I said, most of these, these types of crimes generally happen around um, the different hotels and motels, and, uh, and then some of them obviously in the residential neighborhoods as well. When it comes to public safety, particularly around some of those commercial zones, uh, if you look at some of the big events recently, um, for example, with the bombing attacks that happened in the Northeast, it was impressive to me how quickly they were able to get an idea who, who did this. And I think much of that was through video type evidence. And I would imagine that that, that is a, a tool for law enforcement. And, and I'm sure that would be the same here, that collaborating with law enforcement and and sharing that type of information and, and others, would you say that, that you kind of rely a little bit on some of those businesses to help you do some of those types I, of things? No, no question. It, the, the videos help us tremendously. And one of the things that I've seen over the years, and I've been in law enforcement here in Cobb County for over 30 years, is that everybody in the law enforcement community, including the federal agencies, are working so much better together and sharing information 
and some of the resources in looking at these videos. When it comes to, if you look at a residential area, there's there's like homeowners associations. There are um, the ability to you know have neighborhood watch programs, for example, that you can put up uh, signage around and and have some idea from house to house, what we're going to do when we see people we don't know and all that kind of thing. But talk about what businesses can do to partner with law enforcement and each other to, you know, make their commercial zones that much more safe. You know, a lot of times what we do when we're working with business leaders, we actually use the model of the neighborhood watch. Now, obviously, we don't have the different calling trees and you have the different people you know, living in different areas of the neighborhood, but we we teach them along the same lines. Uh, if they see suspicious activity or what they think, you know, to call us immediately because chances are they know more who should or should not be in the area than you know than we do. So that helps us out. Um, one of the other things that we try and do is get them to participate in like some of our citizens police academies as well so that they have a better understanding of the police department, how we function, you know, why we do things, why we don't do things, and how they can become a better partner with us. What do they need to do to get involved with that type of project? They can either reach out to my office or my uh, public information officer, who's also crime prevention, who's also anything else I need to call them, <laughs> uh, Master Patrol Officer Lewis Defense, uh, either by contacting him or or contacting my office. Now you can't beat that for a law enforcement name. No, right? that's that's Officer true. Officer Defense, and, and he's <laughs> uh, he's he's a big guy too, a former <laughs> Marine. So it just kind of fits him perfectly. When it comes to that type of uh, you know neighborhood watch sort of uh, approach to making your business zone safe, is that something that they the businesses in a given you know district that they do something similar to that they actually is it is it a formal thing that they can you know then put signs and different things like that around or is it more official within each other they all know that they're working together and they have something set out yeah no we don't have an official program you know like that but uh what they tend to do is that you know the businesses especially the smaller ones you know they communicate a lot with each other we also you know try and get them on our different social things like nexel or Nixel, and uh, so that when we do put information out or we do uh, even email blasts, you know, that we'd let them know what's going on. So what, what talk about public safety, the public safety awards and, and appreciation week, what's that all about? How to get started and who are we trying to recognize? Well, I don't know when it got <laughs> started. I know uh, it's been going on I, in 1997. I know I was up for the public safety officer of the year. So, mm-hmm. but I know it was going on before then. I believe it's our 17th annual celebration this year, but I may, we don't have like, we don't have historical records of the first one. But it's been around for quite a while. It's been around for quite a while. So it's well established in the community. We're still working on uh, building awareness through different um, relationships we have throughout the county with our business associations and then also schools and other, other areas. So essentially, we have several awards that we'll give away, we'll we'll present on October 3rd this year. One is Public Safety Employee of the Year. Um, We will have um, an award of valor, distinguished achievement, act of merit. 
And so these are going to be individuals clearly mm-hmm. from the police force, but other other all public first safety, responders, all public safety agencies, everything from animal control to 911 operators, um, firefighters, um, school police, campus police. EMS. Yeah. You EMS. Know, a few years ago, just to give you, give you an idea of how uh, broad based this is, a few years ago, 2009, um, I've been fortunate to uh, serve on the awards committee, and I know David's been on that too before. And sometimes you read these awards packets and you just sit there in awe. And you can't believe that people that you pass in the grocery store or that you drive by on the roads were actually engaged in these things. In 2009, we had all the floods that happened in Cobb County. It, they're really examples. That this event really celebrates public safety working together, and that's just a perfect example here they had uh, floods, for example, there was a flood in a trailer park. Um, the officers uh, were waiting on the fire department. The fire department was busy doing other things. You had EMS and law enforcement responding, and they're not geared for water rescues, but they knew that there were people who were disabled that couldn't get out of the fire depart- the, uh, the trailer park. They literally gathered garden hoses and tied the garden hoses to one guy who could swim pretty well, and they let four or 500 feet of garden hose out in chest-deep wow. water and they're swimming in between trailers, pulling people out who are in wheelchairs. That's what the business community needs to know is this is the caliber of law enforcement and public safety we have in the state of Georgia. And, you know, probably the biggest message that I would love to see come out of this is Cobb County's uh, event is legendary. Like you said, 17, 20 years. Um, they've been recognized. There'll be eight or 900 people at this event. Wow. This needs to be done by every chamber mm-hmm. in the state of Georgia. And when I've invited people from other counties to this event, and they could not believe that Cobb County takes a day out to have this celebration and then uses that information for the entire week to let people know the caliber of people they have on the other end of that 911 call. And when it comes to the nominations, obviously the the fellow first responders and law enforcement officers would be people that would be making nominations. But would folks from the regular community, maybe the, a business or individual who's encountered them in the process of doing their work, be somebody that could also raise a hand and say, I'd like to nominate this a- individual? Absolutely. Absolutely. We The chamber promotes the nomination process early in the year. The bulk of the nominations do come from uh, chiefs from throughout the county, but um, there's a lot of business professionals that partner with our different public safety agencies who are great sources of nominations as well. Are you able to share a little information about some of the nominees? Of course. We've got some great stories this year that we're highlighting. Um, One that comes to mind immediately is um, we had an officer, um, a field operations officer. He's only been in the career for four and a half years. He happened to see um, they were, he and his uh, partner were traveling down Barrett Parkway and they, it was at night and they saw a man in dark clothing, uh, walking in the southbound lane and it just didn't seem right. So they pull the car around, park, exit the car, start talking to this man. But in, I mean, it's another example of in just moments, a situation can escalate change. And, um, the officer noticed there's a car driving directly toward us. It's not stopping. It's coming pretty fast. And just lightning quick reflexes. He dives out of the way, brings the man with him. And 
the car makes impact with um, with the officer. The man is saved. His leg his leg was brushed by the oncoming vehicle, but superficial injuries, and um, both walked away from the incident. But it's because of that quick thinking, and it goes to the training that our public safety officials receive in our county too. That's you know, just one amazing, story. Yeah, and the amazing thing we hear from people when they sit on that committee for the first time, the committee is not made up of public safety people. It's made up of private citizens as well. We leave that meeting after looking at all those packets and people can't believe it. Right. Here you have an officer and it really explains the danger. Not only did he think of the citizen first to push the citizen out of the way, but that was a DUI driver. Mm. And it really brings into focus every day those officers are out making traffic stops. Every yeah. day an ambulance or fire truck is sitting on the side of the road for a minor wreck. And there's people during the day and at night. And, and you know, Chief Lee will tell you about the statistics. You have people driving drunk during the middle of the day that are just as much of a danger. So it really brings to focus uh, really the the day-to-day operations and how much risk there is. And then the other thing that we've really pushed is to honor the 911 operators. Um, that we are very, very fortunate in Cobb County uh, in, and in the state of Georgia, the 911 system we have. But the Cobb County 911 operators we have are just amazing. Um, you know, we hear their tapes. And even though we've been in this for a long time, I was a cop for a long time. Sometimes I even listen to the 911 call and I can't believe they're that calm. Truly, to be able to, I can only imagine the stress that that puts in you to hear. <clears throat> panicked people on the other end of the line so often when they're calling they're in a terrible situation and well, to also, be able to be that voice they're getting usually multiple calls are streaming in that they're having to navigate and um, i've been able to tour the 911 center in cobb county and it's just an amazing facility and i believe the operators spend 12-hour shifts right. and they just um they have excellent training and it's continuous training as well to know how to exactly handle all of those calls. And we really want to say it was a couple of years ago with the FedEx active shooting incident. Oh. They played a key role in helping to get everybody who needed to be there there. And then the other part of that discussion is multiple ag- agencies working together to navigate that situation hosting Amy Selby of Cobb County Chamber of Commerce, along with Smyrna Chief of Police, David Lee, and then Lance LaRusso, former police officer, now turned attorney uh, with us in studio. We've been talking about the upcoming Public Safety Awards and Appreciation Week being held in Cobb County, recognizing first responders and law enforcement uh, individuals, including, uh, as we were just now talking about, folks in the 911 center that do their job so well. And and uh, as Amy was sharing earlier, some anecdotes about some of the events that these individuals have encountered every day. It's uh, I I don't really I don't anticipate. Uh, the, someone pulling a gun on me today in my job or, um, you know, being at, at a great risk for uh, an inerrant uh, driver. And these folks are going out there and, and they're in that kind of uh, space all day long. So it's really nice to be able to actively recognize them. And, and as you were saying, Lance, to, to have the event be so large, it's got to be really quite a an honor to be selected for these individual awards when we're talking about a crowd of nearly a thousand people coming to celebrate this with you. One of the things that's amazing is the humility. I mean, David will tell you that you you get these folks that are, you know, have done all these amazing things 
the most frightening thing for them is standing up in front of mm-hmm. 900 people to get their award. <laughs> and it just shows you the humility, you know, and we have a video that we put together every year and, and interview them. And you can hear that some of them are on a little uneasy about the fact that they're being recognized because there's so many good things that are done. And some of them have done off duty. Mm-hmm. Last year or the year before, we had a paramedic who was driving uh, her personal vehicle and stopped and pulled off on the side of the road um, at a wreck and wound up saving a man's life. Mm-hmm. Had she just driven by and called 911, he would have he would have Yeah, passed. I'm not on shift. I'm, it's not mm-hmm. it's not for me to stop. That's that's pretty amazing. We've got some interesting resources in Cobb County. One of those is near the Cobb County Fairgrounds, the the little village there that I believe is for driving safety for young people and others. Is that is that what that's all about? Oh no, it's the uh, Cobb County Public Safety Village and okay. they do all kinds of wonderful things there. They have a lot of programs you know, specifically, it's designed for children. However, adults get adults get so much out of it. What they do have is, you know, they have like little golf cart, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing for them to drive around, you know, in the area. So they may stop at this one particular area. The firefighters, you know, they have a like a firehouse set up. So it teaches the children what to do in case the house is on fire, you know, about getting down low, you know, if I remember correctly, it's like 12 inches off the ground, you know, kind of thing for good air. But then they also have, you know, things for, uh, you know, law enforcement, you know, teaching them about the different things and and crime prevention techniques for them. And they also have like EMS and a a whole multitude of things. It, It was such a great program. It's an actual miniaturized yeah. town square. So yeah, with has- the with the streets and the lights and the signs and all that. That's one of the reasons why I thought it would be f- partly anyway for for some basic driving skills, but mm-hmm. I guess not. It's <laughs> all for making it look realistic, and it is. It's just like you say, it's a small mm-hmm. little town. Well, I know that we have done a few things over there with uh, where we would uh, bring adults in, let them drive a golf cart. But we'd put these goggles on that puts them at different levels of sobriety, if you will, so that they get, you know, they they get out there and they're trying to drive that golf cart with these uh, goggles on that might make them say like a 0.08 or something, uh, which, you know, for a blood test, you know, had they been drinking. So then they get videotaped to watching them trying to drive when uh, with those goggles on. So it's a real uh, eye opener, if you will. Now, are there other resources similar to that that would benefit either residents or business owners in the in the you know in that Cobb County area? Well, you know, I, all the police departments uh, in Cobb County. You know, we have great crime prevention programs where we offer different things like that. Uh, our citizens police academies are one of the best tools for people to come learn about the police department. And it is kind of hands-on. Now, we don't put them in, give them a badge at the end of it and a gun and put them on patrol. <laughs> uh, it's not quite like that. But it's always interesting when they come in. I know one of the first questions I always ask, you know, the participants is this, how many of you watch a CSI program? And almost everybody raises their hand. And then I always say, well, let me tell you, most of the stuff on there is a lie of the devil. <laughs> you know, it's they, they, you know, crime scene investigators basically are technicians and not, uh, you know, when you see these TV shows where the crime scene guys are interrogating witnesses or suspects, man, 
if you if it was a homicide, the homicide investigator would not be a happy camper with somebody else talking to <laughs> somebody. But uh, but but it is entertaining though. Share some things that you wish that more of the either the residents or the business owners were aware of with regards to how to better interact with the the police department, support what the work you're doing, uh, whatever the case may be. What do you wish that, you know, if I, if I'm talking to a business owner, this is what I, I would love for them to think about, or uh, maybe the Cobb County residents to interact well, with? Well, you know, one, obviously Citizens Police Academy is, is a good tool for you know, people come in and learn more about it. But one of the things that we also do is when we interact with like the businesses and the citizens, we offer crime prevention through environmental design to both citizens, businesses like. And basically what that does is give them some techniques to help secure their home or business. You know, it may be just a matter of what kind of locks you have on the door or some type of shrubbery to plant. You know, obviously one of the things we say with residents is to plant bushes by your windows, the kind that have stickers on them. What what like you want a holly bush or something like exactly. that. Exactly. And, uh, you know, what you want to do is, you know, you can't always protect your home from, say, like a burglary 100%, but you want to make things as difficult as possible. With the, I don't know if it's a rise, but it, you know, recently the, there's more and more people that are carrying weapons around. I know that there's been much in the news about various places that you can go in public while carrying a weapon. When it comes to interacting with law enforcement while you are carrying a weapon, do you have advice for how to handle that engagement so that you can keep everybody safe? Well, if you're a citizen carrying a weapon around, obviously when you come in contact with the with a police officer, keep your hand away from it. You know, it, you know, we, we respect everybody's, you know, uh, Second Amendment right. But, you know, there's a fine line that that we as law enforcement, how we have to deal with the situation. But uh, that's the primary thing is, you know, for them to be careful. Don't, you know, don't make any sudden moves that, you know, that might uh, make the officer think that you might get, be getting ready to do an adverse you know, action towards him or somebody. And, you know, you can find this on YouTube right now. It's, it's an interesting point that you bring up. There was a gentleman, and I'm trying to remember if it was De- Cobb County or DeKalb County. Um, somebody tried to rob him at his car, and he put the man on the ground, told someone to call a 911. He was armed. He faced down the robber. He had the robber on the ground, but he had thought ahead of time that when the police officers get there, they get a call of a robbery, and they see a person with a gun. Yes. Now, Law enforcement is taught when you're off duty that you put the gun down. When law enforcement gets there, you know, yes. that's the bad guy, but you put the gun down. That was a very uh, easy transition. Um, he saw the officers come up. He put his hand down. He put the gun down. He walked away from it. And there was no issue. You know, you hear this hyperbole. Oh, if you have a gun, police are going to shoot you. He had thought and planned ahead of time, and, and especially with active shooters and other assailants that we see. Um, that's certainly something that businesses need to think about. And, you know, I want to tail off something that uh, Chief Lee said about uh, crime prevention through environmental design. I did that when I was in the police department. That's one of the things I did. And something very small, like a business owner at a uh, grocery store, telling them to get the um, marquees and flyers off the windows so the local officer driving by can see if you're okay. I can't tell you how many times I had that Mm -hmm. conversation with people and they would their eyes would get big. So I never knew. Well, these are the folks who can tell you. 
business owners, I can tell you I have employees, I look after them. Every business owner wants their people to work in a safe environment. And that starts with a good relationship with your law enforcement agency. So if you don't know them, go meet them. Um, you know, around the holidays, you know, there's a lot of people that fly in um, to police precincts and just drop off a card, some food or anything like that. And I can tell you, it means a tremendous amount just to go up to these officers when you see them and just say thank you. Um, you know, a lot of times when officers are out there eating, they're always worried somebody's going to ask them for directions to someplace they have no <laughs> idea where it is. Um, but, you know, just going up and saying thank you. We appreciate what you do, especially in, you know, in this time, it, it means yeah. a tremendous amount to them just to hear those words. And uh, it, it doesn't seem like much, but, you know, especially for the businesses in the community, you're the one who are, you're going to run into the people who police in your area. If you go out for lunch from your high rise like we're in, um, and you go down to the local snack shop, the person you see at the subway is going to be the cop that patrols your area. So go up and say hello. Yeah, I've, I've taken to doing that a lot more in the last couple of years as, as it's been, as you mentioned, a tough time. And, and the officers always do seem to really appreciate it, much like we do with uh, military officers and, and soldiers when they're out and about in their uniform. You know that they are military to the, how common it is nowadays for folks to say, Thank you for their service. Certainly been doing that with our local police officers as well. And with you, Lance, you, you talked about the fact that you spent some years being a, a police officer. Talk about the transition from police officer to attorney. How did you, what made you think, geez, I've got this career going. I think I'm going to go for a few years of some grueling reading every night and become a, an attorney. That yeah, awesome. it was uh, spending a lot of time in the library was the real allure <laughs> to it. Yeah. Uh, no, actually, I went to law school while I was working at night as a law enforcement officer. So, um, it was uh, it was it was a little crazy, but I knew that I could uh, could make a difference. Um, I've always been fascinated by the law, and and a lot of my practice revolves around helping law enforcement officers now. But what I've been able to see, and one of the reasons I'm committed to the uh, Cobb Chamber Public Safety Week and the breakfast, and been very proud to be a sponsor for several years, is I understand now from the other side really what is involved in stopping a car at three in the morning. There there are times when I'll be driving back from a trip. Um, flying in, driving back home at two or three in the morning and saying, man, I, I used to stop cars on the interstate. What was I thinking? Um, you know, it's incredibly dangerous, the work that they do. And, you know, they respond to situations to help strangers. And as I, you know, work in the business world and, you know, a client will come into my office and they have a problem, it's the most pressing thing on their mind. It's nothing 99% of the time compared to an officer getting a call for a domestic dispute and that entire family's world has turned upside down and they're looking to that person who comes through the door in a uniform to not only help them, but to solve 90% of their problems. It really helped me see both sides and also see the toll that, uh, as you mentioned, the stress about the, uh, the 911 operators. Uh, you know, the the officers uh, really feel a lot as they go through. Um, I can you could probably pull an officer aside. And if they were, you know, willing to be open and honest with you, they can probably tell you the first time that they saw a child injured. Mm -hmm. um, they can probably list to you the four or five calls that they'll never forget. Um, and those are things that they carry around the rest of their lives. They do it willingly. But, you know, now that I'm in the private sector, I just recognize how valuable their service is. Now, are there particular facets of, of law that you 
focus your practice upon? Sure. I'm a litigator. I litigate for food. Um, but essentially, I represent a lot of law enforcement officers. We do um, a great deal of work with uh, different hospital systems and, uh, and divorces. We have a general practice law firm. Um, but a lot of our stuff has focused on uh, the aftermath of some of the things that they deal with, represent officers and officer-involved shootings. Um, but the other side, um, that DUI driver, I represented an officer a few years ago, driving to work at 10 to 6 in the morning, who was nearly killed by a DUI driver who was out all night. And that's a risk that they face. Now, when I was a street cop at night, we used to kid around that the only people that you would see running around at 3 in the morning were other police cars you would wave to or people who were either going to work or bad guys that were driving home from a night out drinking. Yeah. Um, it's not a joke anymore. Yeah. Because now I see that that police car that's driving down the road is the only other thing the drunk can hit on his way home. I'm sure that that is a, a heck of a thing. You know, you're, you wouldn't anticipate at six in the morning, but I, when you think about it, not much, not much after, after midnight is, uh, is a good reason to be out on the road, I think, as far as uh, whether you're going to be in trouble or not. I would imagine that that part of uh, your practice and, and having to see that how that changed that person's life is is challenging and rewarding at the same time. And that's why it's appropriate for the chamber to be involved in this, because, you know, if we if we have an officer that uh, is disabled in the line of duty and they can't work, um, I'm sure Chief Lee could give you the statistics for tucking a person in the door how much does it cost to get them to actually ride around alone? But generally, you're looking at about $100,000. By the time that person's been working for eight or 10 years, you're probably a half million to $750,000 invested in that person. Now, I'm just talking from a business perspective. But from the business community, we now have to retrain that person uh, or have somebody else uh, take their place. We now have to retrain that person to support their family or they're going to be disabled the rest of their lives. Um, the community loses um, not only a valuable person that was protecting, but now loses a person who is a wage and income earner who is able to participate in society more. So it really is a business basis when we need law enforcement or we are losing law enforcement or we're having trouble recruiting law enforcement. All of that, those are business problems. The chamber, the Cobb chamber, I think, has been very, very well involved in public safety for years and showing that commitment and recognizing it's not just the police over here and we'll call them if we need them. If your community is not safe, your employees don't want to come to work, your customers don't want to come to your area, you don't want to expand in that area, you're looking to move. So it's they're intertwined from day one. Now, you run a a law firm, which I'm sure keeps you quite busy, yet you are also involved in the Chamber of Commerce sitting in on uh, the, you know, this committee for sure. Are there others that you're involved with? And and from your perspective as a as a business person in the, in the county that is in, in, involved with the Chamber, do you see opportunities for your your peers in the in the community business leaders to also s- step in and, and be involved? Because maybe it doesn't take quite as much time as one might think to actually be a part of some of these efforts with the chamber and and uh, make a difference. Absolutely, and I'm gonna I'm gonna brag, even though Amy's here and she can brag. The Cobb Chamber is probably one of the best in the United States. I think it's been voted that several times. But there's absolutely no doubt that in other communities, those chambers can get involved, and small business owners can do something to assist public safety. I'm just going to give you one example um, with the Cobb County Police, where I worked for years. We didn't have any canines. 
and there was a question, why don't we have any canines? And there was a, the answer, as typical, is we don't have it in the budget. And a group of business owners uh, took it upon themselves and said, well, that's just ridiculous. And they approached the public safety director and said, I understand you want canines. He said, well, you know, they're expensive. So, well, you know, how much money are we talking? And they said, well, they're about $5,000 a piece. I think they raised $45,000 in like 60 days. I don't remember the exact numbers. It was just insane. But that was just a very small part where the community said, you know, we can help law enforcement. And what do those canines do? Well, those canines can help find people who are lost. Um, yes, they can sniff out drugs. Yes, they can chase bad guys. But as Chief Lee will tell you, the, the, the ones that scare you, the calls that really put you on edge is the child that walks away from their parents in a wooded area or the disabled adult or the, the Alzheimer's patient that's lost in the woods. Um, you know, you can flood the area, but, you know, one canine can find that person maybe in an hour where you can have all the helicopters in the world up in the air and you can't find them. Mm -hmm. Are there opportunities like that to help with public safety that either any of you here at the table would be familiar with that we would love to have additional resources and then maybe there's some opportunities for folks like that in the community that might be more than willing to step up and, and actually help out if they knew about it. We, you know, in Smyrna, we have an organization called the Smyrna Public Safety Foundation, and they do a lot of fundraising because, uh, you know, budgetary items, you know, we're always having to fight a budget, you know, unlike, you know, some people think you work for the government, you have deep pockets and uh, unlimited resources, but, you know, we're just like any other business and we have to operate within our budget. So uh, these organizations work. Um, a lot of the members are uh, small businesses and, and some larger ones who are involved with it, too. And they actually raise money to purchase items for us that we couldn't necessarily afford uh, because we didn't have the budget for it. Or maybe we put it in the budget and it got cut out during the process. Now, are there some wish lists that you have in terms of either initiatives or equipment, things like that, that you would like to see that our law enforcement or first responders could benefit from in our area? Well, we always have a long <laughs> list of things. It's, you got to be careful what you ask for. Yet, one of the things that, uh, that we're getting funded right now is a program called First T, and it deals with golfing and working with, with young children and stuff like that. They're helping pay for uh, that program uh, to include you know, the golf, I'm not a golfer, so I couldn't tell you much about that, but, uh, they're doing stuff like that. And for the fire department, they are also purchasing, it's some type of, um, thing to teach people how to use fire extinguishers, uh, appropriately. And it was, it was a pretty costly item. I want to say it was around, uh, 10, $15,000 for that item. Wow. Yeah. Well, well, one thing I wanted to back up on, Chief Lee, for the past six months, has been leading this public safety committee, and it has several subcommittees, and one of the areas where businesses can get involved is our Appreciation Week committee. And um, we have the marketing committee, which I'm a part of, and then there's the awards committee, which Lance is a part of. He's also our award sponsor for the breakfast. And <clears throat> I mean, just to make an event like this happen, um, we really love on the public safety officers at the breakfast and throughout the week. And it takes a host of sponsors to make that happen. And we've got Cobb EMC and Wellstar as our presenting. 
And then, I mean, there could be 15, 20 different businesses that are putting an investment in this event to support our public safety heroes. Going back to some of the ways to show appreciation during Appreciation Week, we have a whole list of people, uh, of ways people can get involved, easy as taking a selfie with a hero, saying thank you, writing a letter, picking up the tab for lunch whenever you see them out, um, and then also offering the much needed office supplies like a toaster oven. The In the break room, you know, they're working long shifts and having even an extra microwave can go a long way to making that shift a lot uh, easier to take. So um, if you go to cobchamber.org slash public safety, there's a whole list of ways to get involved and to help show appreciation. Looking forward to that. And are there any other events coming up that we want to throw out there while we're here? Yes. <laughs> the fourth quarter for the Cobb Chamber is extremely busy. We have um, events coming up in October and November that I'd love to talk about. Um, coming up October 10th is a first-time event for us. We are working in partnership with the Regional Business Coalition and the Atlanta Regional Commission uh, called Onboard Atlanta, and it's at Cobb Galleria Center. And the whole purpose of the day is to bring um, together business professionals throughout the metro Atlanta area to start a conversation about building a better Atlanta through civic engagement, community and economic development, workforce development, infrastructure, and also creating a sense of place. And what's so cool about this event, we're bringing in speakers from our peer markets throughout the United States, Dallas, Denver, Charlotte, Chicago, Orlando, to talk about uh, various transit options, also about keeping our streets safe as well. We definitely have a community public safety uh, aspect to the event. So onboardatlanta.com is where you can find more information about that. And then also another um, appreciation event that we hold is the Military Appreciation Luncheon this year, November 14th, also at the Cobb Galleria Center. We're going to have a, our keynote speaker is going to be Brigadier General Joe Gerard, and he is uh, responsible for 15,000 personnel through the Georgia Department of Defense. And we're just super honored to have him come and speak to us. And it's very much like um, our uh, public safety appreciation breakfast, where it's just um, you get the chills throughout the day because you just learn these amazing stories and things that we just take for granted. I think a lot of civilians take our personal safety for granted, and it is someone's job to serve and protect and to create that safety for us. Um, and then the last, another feel-good event that we do, um, we call it Give Our Schools a Hand. It celebrates all the teachers of the year from both Cobb County Schools, Marietta City Schools, and some of our higher education institutions. And they have teachers of the year too. Mm -hmm. So another unserved population would be teachers. We uh, go all out to celebrate them. Um, we have a public pep rally, so everyone's welcome to come. It's at Johnson Ferry Baptist Church on October 25th. For me, it's been a while since I've been to a pep rally. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, marching bands, and um, we have uh, Ed Voiles Automotive gives four car leases away for a year to the top four teachers of the year between the two public school districts. So it's kind of our Oprah moment where 
you get a car, you get a car. Uh, that's really cool. It is. <laughs> and um, beyond that, it has students from each teacher of the year's classroom. So if you can just imagine a huge worship center, because it's at Johnson Ferry Baptist Church, filled with screaming, cheering children, the energy level is through the roof. And each teacher gets to just sit back and watch. And it's all for them. So that's pretty exciting. And all of the events upcoming are on cobchamber.org. Now, are there places within the chamber on committees or other initiatives that you're working on where you could use some additional assistance from business owners in the Cobb County area to step in and be a part? Sure. There's lots of ways. We love for our members to get plugged into the community. Uh, The Public Safety Appreciation Awards is one. We also have an education committee that helps us with not only our Give Our Schools a Hand events, celebrating the Teachers of the Year, they also put together a Partners in Education Summit. And that's when we pair businesses with specific schools to help them with the resources they need. And each school has its own needs, its, its own culture and environment. And it's just a great way to build those relationships between the business and that school. And so they, it has a summit, but we also do a teacher for a day program where business leaders um, are paired up with a teacher of the year and spend a half a day in a classroom and get that firsthand look of what it's like to educate 18 to 23 youngsters in a classroom mm-hmm. and the challenges that comes with that. Um, we also have a principal for a day program too. It's a half day program and uh, business professionals or any community person is paired up with a local principal and they understand the challenges that principals face, that budget that we all have to adhere to and um, personnel to uh, just everything. So um, it's really, it's a really interesting thing because it's, we, we may send our kids to school and we may have that parent experience, but to put on those shoes and walk around in them for half a day your eyes are going to be opened to a whole new level of experience for educators and for those administrators as well. All those opportunities are on the calendar page, I would assume, on the website that they could see different things they can get involved with like that. Yes. The best communication tool for um, our members and everyone at large is the Cobb Chamber's website, cobchamber.org. And as it happens, I ha- I sit on the, the Cobb County Library Foundation board and coming up in, yes. yeah, I'm, I'm, I was, it's my first civic involvement beyond uh, what I've been doing here with the Chamber of Commerce. I actually started with them uh, earlier in the year and and getting to meet the folks and and, and see these individuals who are uh, contributing to the the library system. And we have a really nice library system around Cobb County. They, it's not just books. It's not like what it, what it was when I would go to the library. I used to, as a kid, I loved to go to the library to check out books and that whole thing, having to get them back on time and all of that. But uh, <laughs> nowadays, uh, they have things like recording studios for musicians, young and old, to go and utilize their there are facilities there to produce music and to practice music. They have access to the internet. Obviously, you can do all kinds of research, videographic technology, different things that that you wouldn't necessarily think about. Um, so I certainly encourage people to check out some of the library facilities that we have around the county. And coming up on Thursday evening, October 20th, is the Beyond Books and Evening of Wine, Murder, and Mystery Gala with the Cobb County Library Foundation. 
featuring uh, author Karen Slaughter. It's going to be co-chaired by Attorney General Sam Olins. And then there's going to be members of the Cobb County Board of Commissioners, local mayors, other elected officials coming out to uh, to join us there. There'll be a really nice silent auction with all kinds of cool opportunities for people, including uh, the opportunity for businesses to uh, to secure a couple of dates on the Midtown Business Radio Show calendar and actually leverage what we do here for their own business, which we're looking forward to helping them with. You had something there? Yes. Before we sign off, I definitely want to encourage everyone to um, come to the October 3rd Public Safety Breakfast. Um, the breakfast, you'll arrive at the Cobb Galleria Center and you'll see a um, static display of different vehicles that are used throughout our different public safety agencies right away. It's really cool to see what we have um, keeping us safe. And each vehicle has a person to tell you how it works and how they use it. Um, tickets are still available, again, at cobchamber.org. And you'll get to hear the stories behind our nominees. We had over 20 nominees this year, and we have, we're celebrating people who've had such distinguished careers, also um, units and individuals who are innovative innovators in the profession. So come come visit us and come appreciate these people. Now, one of the things that I think we'd be remiss in not saying, right now people talk about the economy and, and all sorts of other things. There are openings in every public safety area. Cobb County has a police department, a sheriff's department, six police departments, ambulances, fire departments, 911 operators. If you're ready to take a challenge and if you're looking for something to do that you're going to wake up every day and know that you've done something important for your community and you're ready to make a commitment to strangers that you either don't know or never will know, then it's time to step up. Put an application in. It will absolutely change the way you look at the world. It'll change your life and you may wind up changing somebody else's life. I don't know how they do it. The the every interaction I've had with uh, Cobb County law, law enforcement has been positive, and um, uh, the the individuals that I've had the opportunity to speak to have all been very appreciative. When I'm recognizing the the work they do, and I've I don't know, there's something about Cobb County that uh, something in the water is kind of kind of like from where I came from here, uh, from Oklahoma, where the people are just very very friendly and welcoming. I've really appreciated that sense of community through these uh, episodes that we've been doing with the Cobb County Chamber, the business leaders that have been here um, have all, I, I've been very impressed by their personalization, ta- taking ownership really of this business community and their involvement with this chamber. You can tell that the folks that have invested the, the, the time and money to join the chamber and become involved with it have really, to a person, have been very passionate about their experience here. So it's been a real pleasure for me to get to uh, partner with you all and, and be able to give you a voice here in the the business media. So it's been a lot of fun for me. Anything else that, that we need to get out there before we let you all get back to your day? Thank you for the yes. opportunity to be here and to talk about a program that deserves so much more attention that I'm able to give it throughout the year and join us for breakfast on October 3rd. Awesome. If you're in another county, think about doing this for your folks. You don't have to start with a 900-person event. Uh, You can start a whole lot smaller and uh, see how it'll build and see how many people are so grateful that will come out to thank public safety. If someone's in need of legal assistance that would uh, be able to draw on your expertise, how do they get in touch with you at your firm? Uh, LaRussoLawFirm.com, L-O-R-U-S-S-O, LawFirm.com.
All right. Very good. And David, anything uh, before we let you get back? Well, one of the things I just wanted to, I know we kind of focus a lot on law enforcement, but this is a public safety. And, uh, and, and I will say this, and I think Lance would agree with me. In Cobb County, I think we enjoy the best public safety. Uh, we all work so well together. Of course, you know, police and fire, we joke around with each other. We call them hose draggers. They call us blue canaries. But we're really, you know, brothers and sisters. And uh, the EMS community, the 911 operators, Lord, I wouldn't be a 911 operator for what I make. But uh, detention officers, you know, it just everybody works so well together. And we're very, very fortunate in Cobb County to have the public safety system that we do have. Well, make sure if you see one of those first responders, law enforcement officers out there in the community, go up to them and say, thank you very much. I've bought a couple of them bottles of Coca-Cola when they were sitting there at the quick trip when I stopped in um, myself. So it was a lot of fun to do that and they definitely appreciate it. So uh, with the uh, Public Safety Awards and Appreciation Week coming up here in Cobb County. Make sure you reach out and uh, really let those people know that you know that they're here and you know that the work that they do is important in keeping us all safe. If you've not done so already, in the upper left-hand corner of the show page, you'll see the Apple logo there. That'll take you over to the iTunes store where the Midtown Business Radio Show podcast lives, and you can subscribe to us. And that way, each week when the new episode comes out, it's there on your device, ready for your ride to work or whenever it's convenient for you. Um, we hope you will turn around and share this information also. Just click share, put it out on LinkedIn, put it out on Facebook or Twitter or all of the above. You might be putting some information in the hands of somebody that means something to you that ends up making a big difference for them. So we'll say thank you very much to everybody that does that for us. Everybody here in the studio, Amy, it's been a treat. I've really enjoyed getting to uh, be involved myself with the Cobb County Chamber of Commerce. Obviously, we'll be doing more and more as we go forward. We'll be out at that event in November coming up, uh, talking to some of the people there. So looking forward to that. And uh, really had a, a lot of fun getting to know you gentlemen today and appreciate you sharing this information. What a great thing to be doing, honoring all the folks out there uh, that are keeping us safe in the Cobb County area and surrounding. So uh, hats off to all of those people and everybody out there that made us a part of your day today. We want to say thanks so much. We really appreciate it. We'll catch up with you all same time, same place next week. Catch you then. <laughs>